Potato chip. Potato chip. Potato chip. It's the old Dutch snack in the windmill pack. A bunch of crunch. A bunch of crunch. A bunch of crunch. It's the old Dutch snack in the windmill pack. What's up, pals? <laughs> What's going on, folks? What is this called? Uh, this is a song called Fun with two ends yeah. by the Gunchback Boogie Band. Yeah. Some good funk for you. Fuck, we did karaoke the last week of work before uh, Christmas. Yeah. And I all lined up fucking Daddy Cool. By, nice. But it got cut off because we ran out of time. Oh, come on. So easy to sing. All, all it is is the guy voice. <laughs> She's crazy like a fool. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and then it's all the ladies. It's so what good. about Daddy Cool? That's amazing. So anyways, uh, Messing Sleepover. How's it going, folks? A little old Dutch ad at the start of the show. Yeah. I literally had nothing. I'm like, I don't know. So when you're when you when you're in doubt, you look for funny retro Winnipeg stuff on YouTube under retro Winnipeg. Yes. So, and I'm like, ah, this one kind of would be okay. Uh, I was pretty pleased. Uh, the dollar stores in Toronto now sell old Dutch chips. Oh, that's fucking nice. Just two, two like not mini bags, but, but like, regu- like, like those, regular size bag, two for a dollar. Nice. So you pick up a couple you, of old Dutch, the cheap chips. I haven't seen that good of a deal since the uh, the twenty five cent Hostess at Pick a Pop. Expired chips. Yep. <laughs> um, also today, uh, when I was at Seven Eleven, uh, I I we we. By the way, today being December 27th, though you're listening to this closer to January 10th. Yep. Uh, but uh, I'm in Winnipeg at this time. We're recording in the same place in our secret downtown location. Secret. And uh, so we went to 7-Eleven. I just had uh, my second Christmas dinner tonight. So that's why there I didn't go. indulge in snacks. Ah, uh, yes. But I saw those fucking cheesy sitting there. Not, not, not some Cheetos if you not, want them. Not the Cheetos. Oh. The, but if you like, want some Cheetos. I'm talking cheesy. Hawkins. Hawkins Cheezies. Hawkins Chezzies. You know, Chezzies. Those are hard to come by. Yeah. They sell them at Shoppers Drug Mart in like the bigger bags oh, in yeah. Toronto, and that's about it. I, and I, I saw them, and I'm like, I haven't had a fucking Cheezy in like two years. Well, I'll tell you about Chezzies, because we call them Chezzies. Cheezies. Uh, you, you tell us about that. I'll tell you a little story. So I'm... I'm uh, Working a Does it end with your dong being orange? No, right. it doesn't. Um, I, I, I love cheesies, just like you, um, for many years. Chezzies, as we called them. And uh, I was doing a video shoot once at a, a location, an undisclosed location. I'm not going to go into details because I'm secretive like that. And uh, it was an all-day kind of thing, and I had some chezzies. And I had a some kind of a bug because I fucking oh. threw those chezzies up. All over the fucking place that night. And I really haven't eaten them since. You know, you've had a few famous incidents of barfing. Uh, I'm, I'm well known for barfing. Um, my two favorites. All right, give her. Uh, one is that you barfed the morning of your wedding. I sure shit did. At the end which, of my parents' driveway. Yeah, which me and uh, your dad uh, used as a bonding moment. Yes. Between us, we're like, he's a little nervous. <laughs> I did very poorly. Um, I still do with like major life events. Yep. It just, I, the nerves, I wasn't nervous to get married. We'd been living together for quite some time. Um, I, I was fully into it. I was, you know, I was ready. It was just, it was a big day that centered around me and I don't really like that. Yes. It's weird because I command. I was going to say you hate attention. I command attention, but it's not when it's not in my control. It's kind of like I don't like it. So yes, that that was a that you, was a good barf. You were a lot calmer though after you were married, but before the uh but before the reception when we had lunch at Subway. Yes. Or was that was no was that before the wedding? It was before the wedding. Yeah, we did the pictures. And yeah. then we went to lunch at Subway and pictures continued. There was a nice one of me in my uh wedding uh your your, your, your monkey suit, suit yeah. With a fucking Subway uh, napkin tucked, like right oh, on yeah. top, eating a delicious whatever the fuck I was eating. We still go to that Subway. It's super cheese deluxe, but we're like, we're hungry. Yeah. And it's right across from the church we got married at. 
And, uh, you know, it is what is it now? I know people who like they go and get wedding ta- pictures taken at McDonald's because they all met at McDonald's. Like that wasn't what it was. It was just like, got to get some fucking food. You were like, you know what, guys? We're going to pay for some Subway for you guys. Oh, yeah. Like, well, like, right. No, we, we, we really. I was we, like, we opened up the wallet. I was on like, can I get a combo? It's all, I'm all, no. You no, can't, you can't no. get a combo. Uh, What's my second bar va- story? Value menu only. What else uh, did you like? I think one, I know what it is. The second one, of course, is uh, we discovered at one point that Circle K, uh, which is no longer in Winnipeg. It's just, the, you know, it's still, I think, in the States. But it's it was a convenience store for Shell gas stations. Yes. And they had this, like, unbelievably big Slurpee cup size. Yes. So we bought Slurpees and probably some snack. Yep. Watched wrestling at my place. And, uh, and yeah. on the way home, right it, beside the parking lot where you record your portion of this show. Yeah, where I usually record this. Yeah. yeah Britannica. Yeah. yeah. You uh, had to get out of the car and throw up in the grass. Yes. And it was pink. It was pink and with pieces of, of Doritos Darth Mauls. <laughs> and so then... For the next, like, six months, we would stop and show people the pink stain where you barfed. Because <laughs> it killed the grass. Yeah. So, I've puked about everywhere. So, like, just everywhere. I used to puke before exams. I need I need a bunch of, like, Ritz crackers and co- drink a bunch of Coke, and I just puke it up. Disgusting. Uh, I have, interestingly enough, I haven't barfed too, too much in my life. No. But, and now, for those of you that don't know me, I don't drink. Nope. I've never drank. I've never been drunk in my life. I've, the most I've had in one sitting is two shots. Yes. And I, after that, I was like, this, this can't continue. It can't continue. Uh, so because I don't have a tolerance for nope. it. Uh, so I don't really drink yet. I have thrown up at the Palladium <laughs> and in the back alley on the way to the U of W. There you go. So the plate, both for food poisoning. Yeah. Uh, Misophiles and I had some bad pizza before going <laughs> oh, to, uh, Jesus. going to the Palladium. <laughs> God damn it. Fortunately, the only way that it came out was uh, out my mouth. Oh, and, and only and only the one occasion. It was like I barfed, and yep. then it was like, oh, great. We're cool. Yep. And then Mistopheles, I don't think he threw up, but he was like, that wasn't good pizza. That's bad. And it was from your favorite, Domino's. But, that, uh, that was the old Domino's old back Domino's. in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah. You've, you've, you've had your share. And then the second one yeah. was uh, food poisoning, I think from Subway. But it was in 97. So at the time, it was still kind of taboo to email your papers. Yeah. Like, really, I could have. We all had email accounts. Yeah. Our profs had email accounts. Yeah. But it was like, well, I think that it's only real if I bring this printed fucking essay into the <laughs> yes, U of W. It's only real. And I was sick as hell. So I was like, I need to find a window here. Basically, I've got to throw up at home. Yeah. And then be like, go. okay, now I have some a couple of hours. Yep. To get this to school and then yep. leave. Yep. So I go to school. Drop it off. Yep. I park on Sherbrooke, so I cut through the four nastiest the, the classic. The nastiest streets. And on the way back, I'm like, oh my God, like it's coming. And it was yeah. and so I bent over and I heaved and nothing yeah. came out. And, and then, then it happened again and I was really mad. So I was all like with all the determination in the world, just oh, barf yeah. pure apple juice. Oh, nice. All in the back alley behind like Furby. Good job, buddy. I was like, you know, I'm just it's I'm just contributing to what's already here. Like, let's be honest. Oh, yeah. Well, that, especially back then. I mean, so, that, that area is a little built up now. Yeah. It's a, um, a lot better. I also, now I recall, since we're talking about barfing. Hey, I got some more stories. I barfed once when I was in grade seven in our high school. Mm. And our principal was like, he, I was, I was going to go home sick. Mm-hmm. So the principal is all, because he's a good dude. Yep. And he's like, hey, man, like, what color was it? And I'm all, <laughs> jaune. <laughs> <laughs> He fucking loved it. That's yeah. fucking great. Yeah. That's awesome. I uh, Now, I could probably count on my hand the amount of times I've puked after drinking because I'm not a big drinker. I don't have a very high tolerance. I, I don't I don't drink hard liquor very often. I've had a few instances. I've talked about them on Beyond the Handle, I'm sure, when I had my two-parter that people hated back in the day in your old show. But yeah, I've had, I've had, I've had uh, one, one puke uh, that was massive on my parents' front step that they laughed at me for after drinking at a social one night. And then I had the one where I puked off the side of my bed after getting a girlfriend of yours drunk while we watched our wrestling tapes. So drunk that she also was sick for the rest of the weekend. Of her trip. I and, th- and this is someone who long-distance relationship was in town for a couple of days. Yep. You got her sick. No fucking nookie for the slip, man. Uh, it, was, it was bad. It was, and, yeah, it, and taking care of people barfing. It was it was regretful. I remember that night the room was spinning and I was barfing off the side of my bed. And you know what? To this day, like I, I will not – Throw up. I haven't thrown up very much recently. I threw up once. I gagged on something and 
I had to run. I was put my son to bed, and I had to run out and barf, and he was so concerned, yeah. so concerned. But the little the little man barfed a few nights ago, so he was like, "I'm sick." I got him a bucket right in there. Perfect, hey, perfect kid, timing. Kid, kids barf all the time. He right? doesn't hasn't barfed very much, I gotta say. But anyway, all right. now the barfing portion of the show is over. All right, so let's... it's the mezzanine sleepover, folks. Episode seventy three. Say that? No, know. I don't think we introduced hey, everyone. <laughs> uh, I am slip with five eyes or slip. Sleep and I am at megamix.com and uh, this is episode 73 of the Mezzanine Sleepover. Yeah, and we did talk about the dates, so that's good. So we did. It is in and around January 9th or 10th, as we said, but it's the 27th over here. We are still together. I'm still in Winnipeg. Yes. Um, yeah. So why don't we... You had uh, an idea. Yeah. You had an idea a few weeks ago. So when we get together, usually what happens is when we're recording, and, and I mean, spoiler alert for everybody, <laughs> when we get together, we usually record two episodes at a time. Yes. Now, once upon a time, we tried to do three, but you were sitting in a parking lot for like four fucking hours in the dead of winter. Yes, and I had to prepare. So we were like, let's cut yeah. it to two. So every two weeks, we'll usually record. Yep. Yep. But when I'm in Winnipeg, it's usually three or four episodes. Well, it's a hangout sesh. That's, yeah. that's part of it. So our, our, our friendship has turned into like, got to do our fucking podcast. Let's that's do basically it. how we communicate with each other. At this oh, well, point. essentially. So it's pretty good. So uh, we have to come up with ideas in advance. This is, of course, why this podcast still exists. Because if if it if it wasn't, you know, if we were both in Winnipeg, yeah. it probably would have been done by now. I think so. <laughs> We'd be like, let's do something else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah of so course. Anyway. Uh, so we're uh, – last week we, of course, did kind of a grab bag of uh, old wrestling promos from our wrestling federation. Yes. And we spoiled we spoiled Rogue One. So pretty much like the jack the, – the, the biggest like jackass episode ever where we fucking yes. – just so many – Bad things, uh, but the p- feedback still overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly positive. Overwhelmingly positive. So, and usual. clearly, people are back listening, uh, even though this is not being recorded live. I can see the numbers yes. going up every minute that goes by. Yes, I'm watching it live uh, in the future. So we haven't done music in a while, and of course, we always have to go back to music. Yeah, we haven't done it since we did our top 16 of 2016. Yeah, so um, we, of course, come up with different themes, and it was my turn. Yes, it was. And uh, I actually had thought about this about a week before, because I was driving in the car. Yep. And one of my four-star tunes, five-star tunes played, and I was like, this is a good instrumental. Yes. Let's do instrumentals on the on the show. Perfect. So that's what we did. We picked, well, I picked 15. I picked 14, because I put the, um, the, the intro to this... Uh, show in the playlist and thought I had 15. I did not. I had 14. Yes. So So what we're going to do is... Sorry, folks. For those of you that don't know, we're going to go back and forth. Yes. Play each play our instrumental. Mm. Talk about it over the instrumental. Of course. And uh, that's it. That's what the show (laughs) is. That's what the show is. And you wonder why we didn't win. Like the Uniters podcast of the year. Or uh, the... Should we just? I don't even want to name the fucking. No, idiot that show. that pretend uh, hockey show uh, award show. Yeah, no, there's no way we're winning one of those. No, I, <laughs> they got an award from us, but they did. They didn't well, return. We, the we favor. handed out. A, we handed out our, our yearly mezzi. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, anyway, let's just jump right to it. I guess. All right. Well, go for it. We're talking instrumentals. Well, um, here where we go. Any kind of process for you? Uh so the only thing really for me is that, um. There are, I'm just looking over it. There are some of these where maybe for like, you know, certain parts, there's like some, one thing that gets said or a crowd cheering. Like yep. there is human voice. Yes. In some of these. Yep. So I was like, well, that counts still because it's still essentially an instrumental. Yes. But there are some that have some human voice in it. Okay. Um, other than that, um, I actually just scrolled through the old iTunes. Mm-hmm. Uh, got actually, I think I found 16. That I liked. And then I kind of just to, you know, legitimize my list, went on and was like, oh, best instrumentals ever. Of course. <laughs> you have to go check. Grabbed a couple from there, yeah. edited my list. And so now it's have like, some crossover here. Yeah. So now it's like, all right, now I'm kind of legit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's a mix of uh, you stuff. See, yeah. As, as usual. See what consequence of sound is saying. Yes. Uh, with, <laughs> with the exception of our best of 2016 show, this is a mix of stuff that a lot of stuff you'll know and some stuff you won't. Good. So uh, it's good. So anyways. Same for me. Um, I went through stuff I had in my library, essentially. Some things I knew going in, I'm like slam dunk. I got uh, a lot of artists I haven't talked about before. So that'll be that'll be fun. And um, it's I tried to I tried to stick to the artists that um, 
like I'm not I tried to stick away from like classical or themes or any of that, but I did sneak a little orchestral piece in there at the end, so we'll go through that. And I believe that I did not put in just looking, yeah, double checking. I did not put in like electronica. Oh, come on. Even though there, I mean, I there's guess technically lots. it works, but there's lots. But I, I, my I whole just, list is Daft Punk, like <laughs> with no words. Yeah, good job. Yes. Yeah, or instrumentals. Yes. <laughs> of like, it's like, well, this is Thriller, but it's just the instrumental track. I know, right? It's instrumental. <laughs> so best instrumental ever. All right, so uh, I will start, and yeah. uh, I would imagine if we were looking over some lists, we may start with something that's crossover. But I guess we'll see. All right, let's see. Uh, oh, do I have to turn oh, it up? Oh, you better get, get, get this crank it up, fuckers. Crank Here we go. Crank it up, fuckers. Peanuts. So most lists would put this in the top five. Yep. Lot say number one is uh, best instrumental ever. Green Onions, Booker T, and the MGs. Yes. Uh, it's not crossover, but I mean, I had it on my li- on my short list. Uh, I'm trying to think of the year for this. Probably somewhere in the 60s. Well, what guess. does the Wiki say? Uh, let me pull up the Wiki on the Oh, my, my phone is in my pouch of my sweater. Oh, yeah? It's on my, my pouch. Like a kangaroo. <laughs> hey, folks, listen while we check the Wiki. Yeah, that's what it's here for. Well, when I put in green onions, it gives me scallion. <laughs> so, <laughs> 1962. There you go. Uh, a classic. Yeah, an instrumental composition recorded in 1962, described as one of the most popular instrumental rock and soul songs ever. There you go. There you go. Green onions, folks. Like it? Hit us up on the twets, folks. We'll talk about it some more. All right. There you go. All right. So uh, a few weeks ago, maybe maybe a month ago, maybe two months ago, three months ago, perhaps. Maybe four. Maybe four. We did a show that never aired. Five. It was a it was a show that we did with called uh, side one track one or side a track one or whatever. Yeah. And uh, the intro to that show was a song that I really enjoy. It's an instrumental. It's by a band that does instrumental music. And so I thought I'm just going to highlight here. So here is my number one, and it might take a second to load here. I hope not. But anyway, let's give her. Oh come on! I got to get these things queued up beforehand. Here we go. What a jerk. Let this kick in here. Oh, these intros. I know. When are they going to start singing? (laughs) Here we go. So this is uh, Ratatat. It's a song called Track One, which is why I put it at the start of the side eight, side one, track one. Yep. Um, Ratatat is, is instrumental music. Instrumental kind of uh, dance pop, alterna dance pop stuff. Yep. Uh, good shit. Uh, I would. De- this is off a uh, like kind of an unknown, not unknown, but it's like a little, little like hard to find EP of tracks that actually ended up being other tracks. So this became another track, and I can't. And the name escapes me right now. But uh, that song is also good. But this I actually like better. So there you go. There you go. I, I would definitely, if you like instrumental music that's a little more current, that's definitely some good shit to check out. There you go. Oh, look at I, I guess I better pause this, eh? There you go. Yeah, I'm, you got to help with the production now. I sure do. I'm using Dropbox and not iTunes, eh? So I can't like turn down the volume. I'm just oh. going to turn it down on my on my, on my my pad here. Uh, all right. So uh, here is, uh, actually, I don't know how long it took me to discover this. I've known this song for like, I, I got into it in the 90s. Okay. But I had this album for a long time. What the fuck? <laughs> had this album for a long time before I uh, before I heard it. But it's great. Here All right. we go. Good. Nice. So this is a two this is only about a minute and a half long. And there's actually two parts to it. So this okay. is the first part. This is Phil Collins. Yep. Uh, with the his horn section, the basically the one that he took from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yes. And uh, it's just this short instrumental off of, uh, but seriously, called Saturday Night and Sunday Morning. It's got that feel. Here we go. Nice. So that's it. 
uh, just some good old Phil, because, you know, the dude loves his jazz. Yeah. He actually put out a whole, like, album of jazz renditions of his songs. Oh, fuck me. Uh, I don't think there was any singing in them, but it was like, yeah, the Phil Collins big band. So have you got his uh, autobiography? I have not yet. My dad has it. Oh, so yeah? he got it for Christmas. He's like, then I divorced this woman. Then I met this one. And I wrote then a I song. made this album. <laughs> Then I divorced this woman. <laughs> and then I wrote another album, etc., etc. Maybe he tells a story about when he killed that dude and then wrote in the air tonight. <laughs> uh, so what's the name of this song way? again? Here's my favorite part. Just the, the one person clapping. Nice. At the end. Saturday night and Sunday morning from uh, But Seriously. But Seriously. So there a you go. Classic album. So they're nice. I, nice. I, I believe on the vinyl version, it is uh, not on there. It was cut. What? I know. Come on. That's garbage. All right. Good choice here. Now, you had Green Onions. Yep. Which is a, a soul classic. Here's another one. The fucking music is so good. So fucking good. Just so many good instrumentals. So this is the meters. Sissy Strut. Um, the reason I kind of tied these two songs together for me personally is I remember Kid Tetris had a buddy. And this guy was like, Kid Tetris would always be like, he has, he has more movies and CDs than you. Because like at the time, I had like you know the wall of CDs yep. and DVDs and we were in our 20s. And the guy would brag about all the movies he had, this and that. But he had this great compilation that he made of soul. He, he had, I can't remember what he called it. But it was like all these soul songs, so it had like Green Onions and this on it, and I remember him playing it, and I was like, "Fuck, this is good." And it had like the the um, and I can't remember the name of it, but I have it somewhere. The, the old the old old Sesame Street outro theme with yep. like the the it's called like something bells, funky bells. Yeah, that one on it, and it had like the um, something from Three's Company that was all funky and fucking wacky. So I always remember that fucking mix. And this was on it, so along with Green Onions. I'll try to find that Sesame Street thing. You should find it. Because it's fucking great. It is great. Unless it's on your list. It's not on my list. Which you just spoiled it. Ah, spoiler alert. They all die in the end. (laughs) (laughs) Old Sesame Street theme song? Oh, but that's the intro. You gotta find, like, it's got, it's, 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 it's something bells. Sesame Street and bells, and I swear it'll come up. Everybody has it. Someone's made like an extended version of it and stuff. Have they? You've got it on the old uh, on the old uh, YouTube. Yeah. Oh, uh, this might extended funky chimes. Funky chimes, chimes. There right, you go. Okay, go. play it. Fucking great. So good. I remember this on his mix. Yeah. All right. So yeah, Funky Chimes. Perfect. Funky Chimes. Yeah, right. so that was also on that on that mix that I had, and it was pretty good. Uh, let's get back into the iTunes. All right, this is a song that people won't know, I think. But it's, it's a good one. This is a song called Acres of Lust by Sunny and the Sunsets. Ooh. Here's a little... There's some humans here. Well, I guess also when he says one, two, three, four. That doesn't count. Yeah. So uh, this is off an album called Hit After Hit. <laughs> nice. About, about five years old. Um, it's funny because... Yeah. That's uh, not singing. I, um... I love this album, like front to back. When I was working in Montreal and I drove out there, I listened to this constantly. Yeah. Most of the other albums I'm not into nearly as much, but I love this one. So is it, uh, is it, uh, this the only instrumental track or is it all instrumental tracks? No, this is the only one on this album. Nice. Good stuff. And then the band again is? Sunny and the Sunsets. Sunny and the Sunsets. From San Francisco. All right, that's that's our new thing, eh? Yeah. Telling where bands are from. It's like, where is that band from? Where is that band from? Have you seen that band? <laughs> you How seen much live? does this guy weigh? I did see them live that summer. Ah, in, in, in Montreal. <laughs> Excellent. Except when they played this song, they all they all sang a song. 
It was ah. all live. It was all just a song that they sang. Oh, I don't know what it was? Oh, really? Oh, there you go. I was like, "Shut up! Shut up! Stop singing! <laughs> want to hear the song?" <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's my uh, third song. I keep. I always say number three and stuff just to get you cued. Yeah. On Skype, but not today. Here we go. Here's a here's an instrumental classic in the alt rock genre. <laughs> A little bit of mud honey. Buzzgun91. It's the first appearance of the honey on the, on the sleepover. Oh, yeah, I guess so, right? <laughs> that's, why you, that's why you put it in there. This uh, The story behind this one is, um, and I'll go back to, I'll, I'll harken back to last week. Um, I was putting together a, it was called the 20 Greatest Matches in WAWF History. And I, let's just say I had I'd, I'd done a poll in 2004. And a bunch of guys replied, and I had a list of the best matches. And then I redid it because I lost it, and with only with less of us. And we crowned a new one. And then I combined the two lists, and I came up with this list. And then I videotaped myself as a character doing um, introductions. And I did this whole thing, and I had like an intro and uh, all that. And anyway, this was at the end in the credits. I had a credit sequence. Oh yeah, yeah. That went um, uh, an instrumental version of Panic Station by Muse, with like the clips of. The blooper reel yep. of me fucking up by myself, by the way. <laughs> Talking to people who aren't there, it's fucking embarrassing. I still have the, the footage, and then it goes into this at the end with the credits rolling. So there you go. It'll never be seen because I lost it all. Fuck. I fucking lost everything, so there you go. So Mud Honey, Fuzzgun91, definite checkout. Where are they I think from? it's off every, every, every Good Boy Deserves Fudge, I think. I Don't quote me on that. Again, like I said, I don't have my iTunes in front of me, so. Where are they from? Uh, Seattle, I think. Have you seen them? <laughs> I, I, wait, no, no, I haven't seen them. All right, this one, uh, I think lots of people will know. Okay. Possible crossover? No. All right. But a, but a good one, nonetheless. Is that Ricky the Dragon coming to the ring? Yeah. Not if you're watching a, a WWE release, though, anymore. Yeah. Some uh, deep arm drags are, are oh, coming. Fuck. When you hear this Chops. music, chops and yes. arm drags. Chops and arm drags. Little dragon coming out. The Komodo dragon with them. Yeah. So this is the Alan Parsons Project. Serious. With Sirius. S-I-R-I-U-S. Like Sirius Black. Like Sirius Black. Nice. Should have been the C music in fucking Harry Potter. Yeah. He all just comes out. One of my prezzies this year was the uh, Fantastic Beasts screenplay. I'm very excited oh, to, look at to dip into it. What about the new one where they fucking time travel? The uh, the 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 play? Yeah. yeah, I read that one. It was pretty good. Good for them. So much time traveling. I heard I, this year. I read all the Potters. Oh, good for you. And uh, it was quite enjoyable. It was a thrill ride. Like, didn't you read them to your son? No, he he got a little scared at the first one. So we're gonna wait really? on that one. We 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 got him a uh, a new hope. Because it's all the kids had to go to school. It's like, I don't want to go to yeah, school. He wasn't too interested. He wasn't too into it yet. He was a little bit like he didn't like the idea of the guy killing the mom and dad. He's oh, still wow. just five. But Home Alone, I'm telling you. Big pop. So thank you for last year's Christmas present. Yeah. Uh, serious. Alan Parsons Project. Oh, yeah. Do they have anything else that they've ever done? Eye in the Sky. Eye in the Sky. You know that song. Probably. I just can't place it right oh, now. Oh, dude. Dude. I played it. When I was testing the system earlier. Oh, you just did it today! Oh, today. Fuck me! Just, anyways. Oh, I'm just embarrassed. I'm almost as embarrassed as you were when we had that promo last week where you were talking. That's Shazam. <laughs> Shazam. Yeah, Shazam. You couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> All right. So who didn't? You know. You know. If anybody's doing these lists, you why, of course you're going to go. You know, if you're if you're putting a list together for a podcast, of course you're going to go through what are the best ones. And so, you know, I, it's not like I had this in my library before, but I wish I did. Here's a classic that a lot of people would, would say is arguably one of the best ones of all time. Here we go. So Link Ray and his Raymond is doing this, Rumble. Is this now in your list? Did you keep it? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I bought it. It's a good. Uh, no, I did buy it. It's a good. Uh, I, I winked everybody. <laughs> he winked like I like I uh, ripped it off YouTube and then kept it, and then iTunes matched it. 
and got the high quality version. Wow, but you didn't. I did not this time. You paid the 99 cents. I paid, I can't remember what it was. Uh, Link Ray, um, this is the song, that, this song was banned. I think because it was called Rumble. This is from what, 1958? And uh, they banned the song because it was kind of sinister sounding and it was called Rumble, which of course was like gang fights. Yeah. And uh, it's. Fucking knife fights and leather coats. Yeah. Yeah, and it's one of the first songs to use the power chord, according to Wickai. Wow. So there you go. Um, I, I can't remember what else about it. I, it's in movies, right? So yeah. Pulp Fiction, obviously. And uh, apparently Independence Day. So there you go. Great. Uh, that's about all I know. Link Ray and his Raymen. Rumble. That gives me some cred. Good job. With Rolling Stone, anyway. Uh, we've played this one before. Lots, I think. Are ye? Joel's are style. Again, there's some talking, but you know. Uh, it's samples from a movie, right? Yeah. Classic. Well, this has been on the sleepover multiple times. Yeah. Fucking in the Bushes by Oasis. Great title. Uh, yeah, a band that we've played a couple of times. Just a few times. It's all every music show. I have to fucking slide in a fucking Oasis Well, for song. a while there, you were, like, listening to Oasis albums again, and you were all excited. I still You played am. Some Might Say, like, four times. At, at, uh, did I reference the karaoke thing in this episode or the last one? The last one. The last one I referenced the karaoke? Was it? Wait. No, it was this, this one. Did I? I can't remember. Wait, what was my story? <laughs> I don't even remember the original Oh, one. you couldn't, you couldn't sing, uh, Daddy Cool. Oh, it yeah, this one. it was this one. Uh, so much Oasis sung. <laughs> so many songs. People didn't know half of them, and I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, I'm singing it. Well, that's your, that's your thing, yeah. Though my, the one that I liked the best was, uh, doing some drier eyes by the streets. So depressing. Oh, People God. all thought that I was super sad. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would be like, uh, watching Mistopheles do, uh, I Got, I Got Id by Pearl Jam. <laughs> It was sitting with his head in his hands. I did dry her eyes like right after this fucking dude came up and totally rocked out. Uh, what should we call it? Fucking uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Nothing but a G thing. Oh, God. And he was great. It. He did a great job. Then I'm all, dry your eyes, mate. <laughs> all right. Fucking in the Bush is a classic. Yeah. Uh, if you remember the movie Snatch, yeah. the boxing scene, classic. Yeah. Off of standing on the shoulders of giants, which I, a long time I said wasn't that great, but it's fucking great. You have turned around. I have. All so right. There you go. All right. Uh, one thing about instrumentals, especially some older instrumentals, is you get to, especially the soul stuff, this is not soul, but you get to uh, end up being samples in, in hip-hop music. This is one of them. And um, this is actually kind of a, one of those Moog-based songs. And uh, let's go for it. No, I, do I have to turn it up? Oh, no, I don't. No. Okay, here we go. Come on, fuck. There we go. This is Jean-Jacques Perry doing a song called EVA. Yeah. Uh, the main sample on Gangstars just to get a rep, which I believe I played on the sleepover before. Um, a nice little, you know, synthesizer jam. This guy, I believe, and I, someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe he co-wrote the uh, hilarious House of Frightenstein theme, ah. which is off their, uh, uh, one of their, in a Moog, in a friendly Moog album or something. At Mezzanine Sleepover, if you can tell us. I think it's Moog. It's not, is it Moog? Like Andy Moog? Or is it Moog? Andy Moog? Andy Moog? <laughs> I don't know which one it is. Now, what the, what's the pronunciation on the old uh, Wiccai? Well, let's find out what, uh, in, in a Moog mood, let's see, Moog. Oh, fuck, I gotta find this. Robert Moog. Yeah, look, here we go. We'll find the dude. People, the listeners are like, please tell us. Moog! Fuck. Oh, your legitimate uh, bullshit. Fuck, I'm terrible. Moog. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get fucking DMs. I knew what it was. About this. <laughs> uh, yeah. So just to get a rep by Gangstar is a tremendous song, and this is a tremendous song. And there you go. Uh, another band that has appeared frequently on the Sleepover. Ah, uh, yes.
nice little fucking uh, instrumental track called Sacred Sands by Alalaz. The Alalaz. Yeah, they have an instrumental on this album, which is their first uh, self-titled album. Yep. And then on their second album, Worship the Sun, they have another really good one. Uh-huh. On their new album, I don't think they have an instrumental. But this is a great little uh, thing that they just... They, and hearing it live is great. Yep. Just laid back. Yeah, there's... there's uh, Coming up, there's a little guitar solo action. But ah. I know, right? It's the Alalaz. How many times have you seen that? Hold on here. Oh, now they changed the fucking music app again. And now they, they throw all these little hints on screen. You can do this. And it's like, get out of my fucking way. Oh, you know, I've been, we've been, I introduced my son to Hawks eh, on, on Xbox. Yeah. So we, we, of course, you know, we had to make the teams. So we made the Cobras and then we made the, 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 the dragons. Yeah. The Toronto dragons. Fuck yeah. Yeah. The Winnipeg Cobras. I had to make my son in the game. He's rated 99. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Fancy that. Yeah, of course. And he's on both teams. Also on both teams, Pavlik. Oh, no. So the uh, games are like 10 to 9? Yeah. Well, anyway, we play rookie mode, eh? I yeah. hate those fucking little pop-ups. It's like, stop telling me. Just because I'm on rookie mode doesn't mean I, I just want to score lots of goals. Yeah. Of course, we win like 2-1. <laughs> I can't fucking score in this game. I've all gotten so bad at Hawks. Well, we, we had some problems scoring on any higher <laughs> modes. <laughs> we beat the Phoenix... One nothing. Woo! Well, we were excited to beat the tugboats with all the rules turned off, including offsides. Oh, we play Greasy Hawks. It's great with the robot zombie Habs. So, anyways, Alalaz, I've yes. seen them a number of times. Yes, you have. I will be seeing them in April. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I know. You should wear a, a lucho mask or something. It's uh, just big, disguise yourself. This is. It's at the Mod Club. It's a bigger venue. So maybe you can. Maybe uh, that'll hide. help. But. Fuck that shit. Maybe you need to like request like big like media passes that you can wear around and like well and, like show off. That'd be pretty good. I did interview the guy for from Alalaz. You could be like, I have a sign show. that says a shirt that says I know of this I know the singer. Yeah, and it was a <laughs> terrible interview, but the radio station might be able to get me a pass. You can wear that. That'd probably that'd probably fucking burn some gitch, eh? Oh, it would. <laughs> it really would. It really would. Maybe there'd be some special fucking needlepoint to commemorate. I'm it. sure there would be. At All least, right, at least some subtwets. <laughs> All right. Oh, fuck me. All right. Over good good choice. Um, I played this artist once, and uh, it was on our random tracks, and it was just one of my four-star tracks. Um, it, it doesn't go over very well in this, in this environment because it's slow build, but uh, I'm going to play it anyway. Here we go. Because we never do slow building songs on the sleepover. There we go. I had the fucking volume turned down. So this is an artist named Mark McGuire. Not the baseball player. Um, he is a multi-instrumental musician. And, uh, By the way, I immediately was thinking, what's his name? Fucking Return of the Mac. <laughs> Mark Morrison. <laughs> yeah, Mac Morrison or whatever. This is a former member of Emeralds. So there you go. Um, he has a couple albums. I dig them. It's all instrumental, uh, kind of uh, rock, acoustic, mixed in with some EDM. So, you know, I got some cred. Uh, I'm just going to go right here to the... I'm going to scrub it here. Fuck, that's two minutes in. Hang on. It's building up. Okay, this is five minutes in. Okay? Jesus. Okay, hang on. There we go. Nice. Seven minutes in. Come on here. There you go. Mark McGuire, if you're into instrumentals. Uh, in that In that genre. There you go. Do you have a lot of this? Uh, a little bit. A little bit. This was uh, number two one year on my top 30 or something. Number really? two or three. Yeah, I fucking love this song. I love the build. And then it hits. And it fucking gives her. I when love you're it. you're driving, you're like, I love it. Oh, I it fucking love it. Uh, okay, I think you'll like this one. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> 1995 style. 95, 96. Yeah, so this is Ashley McIsaac. Classic. Uh, Brenda Stubbert is the name of the track. Uh, sure shit is. It's, I don't know how old the track is, but I heard it in pipe bands before this. Yeah. It's it's uh, known because of the, that part there that's like a little off key. Okay. And, you know, like, because I don't know why they do. I don't know why it was written in, to be honest with you. Here we go again. Written. 
yeah, that one little thing. Yeah, there, yeah. That's yeah, that, part of the original song. That's part of the original song. Uh, you know, them fucking Scots, eh? Yeah. Always so fucking tricky. And then he just has a looping. A little bit of sexy bass. I know, right? <laughs> uh, so anyways, uh, and so I loved it because I knew the song. Yeah. And the album is great. It is good. It What's is it quite called? Good. Hi, how are you today? That's Hi, it. how are you today? Yeah. Uh, and so I had to put it on. It's the, the closing track, too. Yeah. But it's like, you know, some fucking a little punk. This is uh, on at least what I have quite a bit on some of my old mixes back in the day. Yeah. Definitely some Ashley McIsaac action. All right. Very nice. Thanks. Yeah. Aww. All right. Um, here is a classic uh, that I did have and that I was hip to. I, I, you know, it's in the lists. If you just type in best instrumentals, you get in Google, you get like the big kind of panel at the top yep. that shows you all that. This is this is one of them. Um, but it is not a surprise. It's got a bit of talking at the start, but it's a fucking instrumental. It's a fucking classic. Here we go. This is an instrumental. It's talking. It sure is. It's an instrumental. <laughs> Those are lyrics. That's a, that's a, that's an intro. <laughs> Here we go. Funkadelic folks, maggot brain. An all-time classic. Very slow piece. Um, Did you play this before? I have not played Maggot Brain before. No, no all right. No, I have not. Fucking God damn you. How long is it? Uh, it is nine minutes and 35 seconds. Let's go here and scrub it. Have you seen that? <laughs> I have not seen them. Now that is, I believe that, Eddie Hazel. Some serious guitar work. Fucking nice. Or is it, no, is it the other guy? I have no idea. I think it's the other guy, and I, I can't. George the name Martin. fucking escapes me. And Bootsy. <laughs> Bootsy. That's about it. <laughs> you know, George and Bootsy. Yeah. My favorite guy is Lollipop Man, aka the long haired <laughs> sucker. <laughs> so, anyway, I'm not going to play a lot of it. You have to kind of get in the right mood. You know, get, 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 get some hashish. <laughs> Famously, my favorite is uh, Pearl Jam does a cover where they mix it in with Little Wing. It's pretty awesome. So, there you go. Good for Pearl Jam. Good for Pearl Jam. Uh, okay, so this one. Yes. Uh, is uh, I'll just say it beforehand. Phil makes it a return. Yes, but this is uh, done with Genesis, ah. and it's a live track. Yep, you'll like this shit. Just give it a second. Have the sleepover. We let you listen to the big intros and not the. No. The song. All right, turn it off. Here we go. <laughs> so this is just called Drum Duet. Drum Duet. So every show, because there are two drummers, right? Phil, obviously. Yep. And, and Chester Thompson. Chester Thompson. So there's double drum kit. Yep. And every show, there's a fucking long-ass drum duet that they do. There you go. Double drum solo. So, so this, this is at the start of the show. No, this no, is... No, like kind uh, of in the middle? Yeah. After the, you know, when there's like uh, taking a little break? Yeah, they're just like, we're going to play some drums for you. Give the horn players a chance to, you know, empty out the spit? Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> well, Genesis doesn't have a lot of horns. Oh, jo- oh I'm thinking Phil, yeah. Phil on his own. Yeah. This, Sorry. Uh, this is off of Live the Way They Walk, Volume 2, The Longs. The Longs. So they did the shorts. Okay. Which are basically the all the singles. All the hits. And then the longs, I think it's only six tracks. All their but sweets. It's, but it's, yeah, it's like shit from the fucking uh, 70s and 80s. That's right. So, and then the drum duet. And uh, you are a percussionist. I was. Or you were. Well, you know, at heart. Still. Yeah. So this, of course, is right near wheelhouse. I like this part right here. Hold on here. Whoa. So anyways, there you go. Fuck, I'm excited to add this to my library when I, when I do the... When Drum I do my, duet. If Drum you, duet. You should look uh, for also a 20-minute track called Old Medley. Old Medley. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. So there you go. Nicely done. Some Genesis. Phil, some Gen- and then but some it's Genesis. basically Phil. Phil and then some Genesis. You're hitting all the... And Oasis. You're hitting all of them right now. I am. From the sleepover. Okay, I'm going to turn up here. Uh, here's a band I've talked about before. I, this should have been in my top 25. I played them when I was doing Geographic Music Challenge for Toronto. Oh, man. And uh, here we go. Oh, 
shadowy men on a shadowy planet. Did you put them in your top 25? No, I did not. What? I should have. I don't know. I don't know why I didn't. If I revised it, I would do it now. Who would you bump out? Oh fuck! I don't know. Digital Underground was number 25, so it probably bumped them out. Oof. That was a little bit iffy. All right. But anyway, uh, Shadowy Men, Shadowy Planet, a good uh, Toronto band from back in the day. And uh, yeah, most well known for having an average weekend, which I played on the show. Uh, this is might be my this is probably my favorite song by them. Um, off Sport Fishing, which is just part of the title. It's like something about the the art of the lure, the luck of the catch. I don't know. And it's all it's all instrumentals, right? Yeah. Everything? Yeah. yeah. All surf rock kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, this is a fantastic album. Their last album, so a little bit experimental in parts, and some of their like bumpers <laughs> and intros and stuff. It's a little, but overall, it's got some great fucking tunes. Go check it out. And that's uh, Shadowy Men on a Shadowy Planet. Here we go. Here we go. Have you seen them? I have not. <laughs> I haven't seen a lot of music. Here we go. Okay, there you go. Nice. Turn it down. You can play your next one. All right. Uh, I like this song. I. I, for obvious reasons, I don't really like the artist, but I got to play it. All right. Hey. Hey. That's singing. <laughs> Not an instrumental. <laughs> Not an instrumental. <laughs> Fuck these hey. long intros, eh? Hey. Hey. I was going to actually, if we had still been doing road trip mixes. Yeah. I was going to do one where <laughs> I have this song and it's just me. Hey! <laughs> uh, so obviously this is Gary Glitter. Yes. Rock and Roll Part 2. You all know it from sports. They still play it at sporting events. Yep. And it's like, fuck it. Who cares about his all the porn on his computer? Yep. His, let's just call it his illegal porn. Yes. But uh, I, nice. it still sounds decent for sports. Here yep. we go. Hey! Hey is the word. Hey! Of course, if you really want to be witty, you suck. That's what. Oh well, yeah, you know they do. They go, "Hey, you suck," because that's cool. That is cool. Anyways, that's it. Yeah, that's some uh, some uh, glam rock for you. And my favorite part about the song, even though it's kind of creepy now, is this right here. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Later on, he does like a big shush. Oh God damn it! Anyways, there you go. Gary Glitter. Rock and roll part one, by the way. Is uh, a song. Pretty, pretty damn good song. Yeah. And it's got words and all that shit. Yeah, he sings about rock and rock roll. Rock and roll. Um, here is a track that you will recognize from a much more famous song from years later. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. Now, hang on. It started playing. So I got it. I haven't turned it up yet. No, just a sec. Don't worry. It, crank it up, this fuckers. Fucking, this fucking iPad, you know? Like. The first well, no, it's iPad. not. You know what? No, it's not the iPad. It's it's Dropbox. I uploaded everything to Dropbox. Oh, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> I have it on play here. There we go. Okay. Hang on. There we go. Okay. I'll, I'll put it one second in. Okay. Here you go. Here you go. Summertime. Summertime. Yeah. Summertime. Summer madness. Summer Madness. This is cool in the gang. Uh, is it the first time we played them? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> They've been on quite a few times. Quite a few times. We are on the cool in the gang train. You know, I never was, and I don't know why. In, in, in I was always like, cool in the gang's okay. But uh, they're not Parliament. They're not. But I they're fucking up, tight. I, I picked up their two greatest hit CDs. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I like this shit. They're fucking tight. And this is Summer Madness off of uh, some album. I don't have it in front of me. I'm I'm lost without. Here we go. Yes. <laughs> nice. So yeah, you must you will know that from Summertime by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. But a, a great instrumental track. Nice to uh, little this little something to break the monotony of all that hardcore dance. But it's, it's got to be a little, little bit out of control. Anyway, there you go. Nice. Nice. Fuck. Summertime. I think we just put our listeners to sleep. Out on the oh, porch with some we, lemonade. I think we fucking always put them to sleep. <laughs> uh, but this will wake them up. All right. I'll go for a little bit until the really good part kicks in. This is King Con and Barbecue Show. Yes. The name of the track is Suck It and Smell. 
Oh, Jesus. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, kind of a jaunty little rock number. They're both playing guitar and uh, Barbecue is playing the, the drums with his feet. Nice. We get a little, one more guitar thing coming up that I enjoy. So anyways, King Con and Barbecue Show, Suckin' and Smell, that's off of, I think that's off a self-titled album, King Con and Barbecue Show. What year would that be? Ah, shit. All right. Uh, uh, they playing it again. I think it's 2006, is my guess. Yeah. My favorite, I'm looking at his wick eye, being in the band The Space Shits. Yes. That's pretty awesome. Yes, he was. What I'm looking for is, he had a song out this past year, Children of the World. Did you hear that song? I think so, yeah. It's a fucking tight little song. So I just wanted to, I wanted to give a shout out to Children of the World. Very kind of soul rock based. So there you go. I'm a big fan of both of them. They both have their own projects too. Yeah. Uh, and King Khan, uh, often, uh, he will wear a turban and a cape <laughs> and uh, tiny little bicycle shorts. Nice. And often just shows his ass during shows. So well, there you go. You know, it's what he does. It's what he does. Let's get some fucking bongos in the mix here, shall we? Oh, shit. Gotta get some fucking bongo solo. <laughs> I saw that dude. He was awesome. funny as fuck. So this is uh, Michael Viner's uh, Incredible okay. Bongo Band. Yeah, it's awesome. Beauty. I've and that's like in the, and that's like in the left channel, I think, or is it the right channel? I may have my things on backwards here. It's on my right. It's on my left, so I don't know. It's supposed to be the right. All right, so it's the right channel. That, what is that instrument? I don't know. I'm a percussionist. Fuck, fucking percussionist. Uh, Bongolia. It, it's a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I heard this at first um, in a song on the, the uh, on the floor at the boutique by Fatboy Slim. His remix there needed a he did a, a remix of this, I believe. Or was it Apache? Bongolia? Anyway, they, they're known for doing Apache, which was then sampled by fucking everybody. That'd be great if it was like, do you mean blown you? <laughs> is it? Is it fucking? Inc- it's incredible bongo band. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There we Listen go. Listen to this shit. Bongo solo. <laughs> <laughs> Two doggy bands. Let's see that fucking guy go to town, eh? I need to find this shit. With such tracks as Raunchy '73 and <laughs> Bongo Rock '73. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder what year this came out. An okie dokie. Uh, LP release. Yeah, the same ones, Bongo. And another great song. I Can't Get No Satisfaction. <laughs> nice. Fuck, I want to hear that now. I love how it goes up a fucking octave. There nice. Fuck, there you go. Beauty. That's a fucking classic track. So there you go. For all you listeners out there. Uh, okay, here's one that everybody knows. We've played before. Yes. Now, they do say pick up the pieces in the late part of the song, so... Uh-oh, not an instrumental. So, of course, it is Pick Up the Pieces by Average White Band. Yes. Everyone's heard it. Yep. Uh, my favorite version of it is... Wasn't there a Chris Rock album where he narrated some sort of fucking story? And this maybe. was in the background? Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. You know what? Fuck it. Well, you're going up on the... You're going to look it up on the on the Wickeye. I'm going to look it up on the YouTube. On the YouTubes. Oh, here we go. We are we are advanced tonight. I know, right? We're on the ball. Yep. You only have to wait a few minutes. Yes, Chris Rock, pick up the pieces. All right. Let's see what happens here. All right. What the fuck is this? You get any hits? No. Oh, fuck it. I'm sure he did something, but I don't give a fuck. All right. I don't really care that much. <laughs> Anyways, average white band, I just played uh, 30 seconds. So there you go. <laughs> Under 30. We don't have to pay. Yeah. All right. We always said, though, remember, folks, we, when, we did the, when we started the sleepover, our first show, we're like, got to be on the up and up. We had got permission to use a song off a band, some drunk mums or something. Yeah. We got permission. And by the second show, we're like, fuck it. Let's just play music. Well, if, they, if, if, if someone wants to sue us, we'll just stop doing this. Well, no. We, we, what are you talking about? After every show, we fucking sit there for an hour and cut checks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is to cool in the gang. <laughs> playing Summer Madness. Uh, Prince again. Oh, fucking Prince. <laughs> you know, and then he died and we we're like, whew. Oh, thank God. Then his estate started coming after us. Yeah. 
All right, here we go. Uh, here's a band I've played once before, um, and here's a, a nice little instrumental from them. Listen closer to the Mellotron. Jeez. <laughs> Sitting in the background there. So this is a band called Hater. It's a side project of Soundgarden back in the day. Yeah. Uh, Matt Cameron, the drummer, is a noted musician on his own um and so he was uh, kind of the driving force in this band and uh yeah they got the mellotron in there and this is called lion and lamb it's a fucking nice little piece of music i must say so there's not really much else to say they were in my top 25 i concur with them with all with their two albums of material and like short fucking albums too right but I, I couldn't help it that's it mellotron and good shit I gotta stick some 90s out rocking, right? Like, like, you can't not. No shit. You gotta put that in there. No shit? I've mentioned Pearl Jam, so we gotta go with that. Uh, Alright, this is uh, kind of a newer track. Alright. Some psych. So this is Mr. Elevator in the Brain Hotel. Of course it is. Grape Jelly, and then in brackets, Jam. <laughs> I don't know. Just a little psych instrumental track from their, uh, I still think their only album. Nico and her psychedelic subconscious, I think is the name of it. I don't know. You get it right. But here we go. I have seen them live. They're from Los Angeles. That's about what it. What they need to do, this band, like, the, like, like this band. <laughs> is what the, <laughs> you tell them we'll hit them up on Twitter that's an easy sleepover rule right now what should we tell them they, what they should do is they should have an album where it's just like all their song titles are like classic like just cheap pop album like you know I, I, I everything I love about you and shit like that that'd yeah. be great hey they should instead of instead of the irony and the and the, and the funny you know wink wink it, that that would be I think I would like that just fucking go for it I think so. We will write them, and we will see what they. I got to say, I have a theory too about what kind of what, what music needs to come back, and someone needs to do, and I, it will never happen. Which is funny because you know there's always like a revival, right? Yeah. So like you're you're playing a lot of garage and psychedelic. That's a revival. It's cool, but you know yeah. it's music, and it's you know building upon something. It is music. It's music. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, it's music. You see. No. Yeah. Anyway. And, you know, you can go back to, you know, when, when it was kind of like, you think about the darkness, you know, doing a little throwback to the, to the yeah. glam rock and metal. And you can think about many different, I'm telling you, 80s hip hop needs to have like a revival. I think it will happen. And we need to, we need the, we need to have the, you know, like the, uh, who, hey, who, hey, hey, all that shit. That needs to come back. Oh, yeah. Someone needs to bring or, that back. Or something with a good old. <laughs> so many there's so many things uh the hand claps everything i'm telling you it's got to come back i mean ultimately what you need is just some fucking you know funky sample from the 70s yes or now you can take some from the 80s yes and just have somebody rap over it that's all yes. it is and brag about themselves yes and that's it and partying partying and yeah Honeys and yeah, I'm telling you, it's got to happen. But not like explicit, like just no, honeys. no, no. Well, they could be a little explicit. Depends I'm, on the I'm band. Not, I'm not looking for pop rap from the late '80s. I'm looking for even you know, like just like some anything. I think it'd be fucking great. That'd be great. Well, anyway. Hammer, hammer. If you're out there listening, and we Fuck know you hammer, are, not hammer. I'm, yeah. Hammer, <laughs> no, hammer two. <laughs> All right, um, um, my next one here. Uh, well, yeah, a little bit of soul back in the back in the place here. Here we go. So this is the Crusaders. All right. Well's gone dry. This is a sample of a song. Uh, there's a song I really enjoy. Well, I did enjoy, especially off of this Return of Superfly soundtrack. Yeah. It was by um, Mellow Man Ace. It was called Fun uh, Funky in the Joint. It was hard because Mellow Man Ace, I wanted to find the song. I had it on a mixtape from like 1992. Here we go. And so he had a song called Getting Funky in the Joint. It was nothing like this. You had to find the one off the Return of Superfly soundtrack that had this sample in it. Fucking great. That's it. Just nice, smooth. I'm sitting here going, I need to find... Uh, I've been listening to some online radio stations. Just yeah. 
to mix it up for my iTunes. Uh, I need to find something that's just this shit. Oh, I know. I'm sure it's out so there. good. Even the stuff that's kind of bad is good. Really, just put in soul, right? Yeah. I'm going to say this, and I, I hope I don't ruin a crossover, although I don't okay. think you'd have the song. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here going, why didn't I put fucking Herb Alpert Rise on it? But it, I played it before. No, I know. But yeah, I played it's, not, it's not rooting before. crossover, but I absolutely thought about it. That's yeah. a classic, too. All right. Those fucking bass lines, eh? It really gets you. Uh, this is a little different from everything else I've played. Nice. Oh, yes. This is some good-ass shit. This is Rodrigo and E. Gabriela, so good. who I knew nothing about. And then I saw, I went to Sasquatch, uh-huh. and they were just one of the bands where I'm like, I'll stick around for this. And it's Fucking just the great. two of them up there Puss. playing guitar, and it's like, I was like, what the fuck am I watching? I know. Like, and it's awesome. It's, it doesn't even come close in terms of the live, or in terms of the studio yeah. albums. Like, they're great. Yeah. But you see it live, and they're just fucking crazy good. All going to town. Yeah. So Lots of good covers, too. Yeah. Listen to this shit. I love the fucking percussion on the front of the guitar. Yeah. So much slapping. Yep. That's fucking great. Anyways. I was wondering when you'd pull them out. Oh, yeah. I'll pull Perfect it out. time. <laughs> All right. That was funny. <laughs> uh, I made a penis joke, everyone, on the sleep Okay. Board. For me, I'm coming down to my last two, but here's one that is on my latest uh, mix because I just uh, discovered uh, this song uh, this month. Fuck. Well, I guess last month. Shit. This is Deer Hook. Oh, a song right. called Delight. Not Deer Hunter. Not Deer Hunter. Right. Deer Hook. Um, it's a song called Delight. Uh, they put out a, a little EP with some instrumental stuff on it. This is fucking great. That's pretty fucking good. Yeah, it's fucking nice. It's fucking gritty. And good. Anyway, I don't know what to say about it. I've been listening to it on a heavy rotation, so I thought I'd include it. There you go. Yeah. It's lucky for you that I did instrumentals. Yes. Uh, I think you'll like this one. All right. You probably haven't heard it before, but uh, you'll know when I talk about it. Okay. You'll be pleased. It's only a minute long. It's a it's a track in and of itself. It's actually right. a, it's actually a lead in to another song that's much more well known. But this is the best part: the saxophone. Oh, it's great. So this is Peter Gabriel. Nice. Track's called Start. Yep. At the end, it, it goes right into I Don't Remember. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like the little like minute and a half lead up. Yeah, yeah. With some fucking awesome ass sax. Oh, I love the sexy sax. I don't have I Don't Remember after this. I cut it off. But I you can know. hear where it goes in 36 seconds. Because all the listeners yeah, are yeah. like, what happened? You got to know what happens. So we've now completed your trifecta. Yes, uh, of course. <laughs> got, got Phil, then to Genesis, then to, then this to is Pete. A, this is off Peter Gabriel three. Melt the best album. Yes, it is the best album. Some <laughs> <laughs> it's like saxophone is for hire. <laughs> it's, it's the you know eight nineteen eighty. Dude's fucking wailing. And here we go. Just this little sinister like note to end it right here. Oh yeah, and then right in. Perfect. Yeah, and then it goes nicely done. I don't remember. I don't recall. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so here's where I break the rule a little bit because there wasn't really any rules, but I was like, I got to include like you know rock and soul and all kind of instrumentals. But I went with this because it's classic and I love it and I love the movie and I just had to play. Oh, this is your last one. It's my last one. Here we go. Let's see here. I guess I should turn it up. eh? That's me. That's me. Ennio Morricone or Morricone I, I, uh, I can't see the full title in, in Italian because right. of course it's in a, a spaghetti western but it's the good, the bad and the ugly theme yep. classic here come on your favorite oh yeah 
<laughs> so first of all, it's got whistling. Yep. Um, it's got the. <laughs> um, for me, what happened was I had this friend, and his name was Justin, and, and uh, he introduced me to a lot of different things: hip hop music, and you know, like uh, slashing tires and <laughs> things of spray painting graffiti and stuff like that. But crimin, crimin. <laughs> but he did introduce me to this movie, which one day we he, we had a sleepover, and so at night we we had one TV in the house, so we're in down the basement. And we when my parents went to bed, we snuck up and watched Terminator. Oh, shit. And so we were excited about that. And we watched Terminator all quiet. And the next day, it was like a day off. My parents went to work and we watched this fucking movie. Fucking blew my mind. This movie is amazing. And the soundtrack is great. And it's classic. And I just had to include it. So there you go. Kid ah! Tetris would have popped big. I hear voices here. <laughs> Not an instrumental. Well, no, it's... Well, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking anyway, beauty. get a can of beans, put them over top of the fire, shoot some, uh, shoot some Confederate soldiers. Good, the bad, and the ugly. All right, we'll end with this. This is white denim the track. It's called "Back at the Farm." The live version of it is so much better than this part, but it's still great. Just a four-minute fucking instrumental track from uh, Fitz. I think Fitz is the name of the album. Fitz. No, wait. D. 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 You played another track off D previously. I have. Uh, Nice little... uh, It's got a nice build-up. When they play it live, they're seriously probably two and a half times the speed. Nice. It's just one of those things where like the dudes have played it for so long. Yeah. That they're just like, we can just fucking motor through this. The giver. It sounds great. So anyways. That's it. That's it. Instrumentals. Go check them out. Tell uh, us uh, your favorite instrumentals. So yeah. Hit us up at Neza9 Sleepover. Don't DM us. That's fucking no, stupid. Uh, I, I, you know, you can also see these playlists. I put them all on our blog at mezzaninesleepover.wordpress.com. Yes. I put all the, all the playlists so you can see what we've played. You don't even have to listen to the fucking show, people. Just look at what we played on the show and go download and them because like, they're all... Aside from Worst Songs Tournament, I'd say most songs we play are pretty good. I think so. Uh, so, uh, there you go. I guess, uh, you know what, I'll give this a little scrubby poo. Oh, you're going to I'll give the optimal place for the fade out. Yeah. All right, folks. Next week, we're talking Royal Rumble 92, folks. Yeah. So, so uh, get ready. Stay tuned for that. I'm Slip with Five Eyes or Slape. I'm at MeganMix.com, all one word, and uh, we will see you all later. Pretty cool.